Hello and welcome back to the Bolding Fraud podcast. We are talking about our favourite cult heroes this week as we reflect on the impact of fringe players such as Divock Origi for Liverpool, club stalwarts like Ryan Shawcross for Stoke and reminisce about one of our favourite Swindon away days. We give our thoughts on the weekend's action, including Man City versus Tottenham and Arsenal versus Leeds, and which Sky Sports hardman goes up against a Qatari Royal for Fraud of the Week. It's episode 7 of the Bolding Fraud podcast. And we are back with episode 7 of the Bolding Fraud podcast. Seven? I can't believe it. Oh, shut up. We've had a lot of people. We've had a lot of people talk about how we say the same things every week, and that's one of them. Are they actually uh, saying that? I, yeah, yeah. My housemates say to me, "It's always, oh, um, I can't believe we've got to this episode." And then at the end, when we're doing a roundup, we go, "Oh, that was a good one." I mean, it's it's what the viewers like, I guess. I guess it's yeah. like I'm surprised it's not been trending on Twitter yet, but no. Um, well, obviously, this is our first episode since our first interview with Simon Cox last week, and I'm really chuffed with the response we've had to it. It's, with the exception of the first episode, which I think got loads of listens because people thought it was an American football podcast. This is our fast. That was our fastest growing episode yet. We've had uh, 40 listens on it so far, which is really cool, and that's taken us past the mark. 250 listens in total for the whole podcast. Which I, I can't believe it. I can't oh, believe shut it. up. <laughs> You know, I've got the champagne out, I'm already on the beers, and it is 5 to 11 in the morning. Yeah, we're, we normally record in the afternoon, but we're recording in the morning this time. Um, what have you been up to then, since the in the week since our glorious recording with one of your heroes? Um, one of my heroes, yeah. Um, I've been working, I've actually been busy, uh, I've been involved in a car accident. Twat, oh yeah, go on, what twat, happened? Yeah, twat me head on the door of my car. Knocked me out cold for about five seconds. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm all right. Carl's all right. Just a bit of a scratch. Has um, it knocked your head back into place? You know, yeah, <laughs> no. I, I now believe that Swindon are going down, you know. It's just yeah. knocked some sense into me. Knocked some sense um, into you. And, yeah, no, other than that, just uh, living my best life, living my best life. I, I found yeah. out, actually, I found something out, like a, like a magic trick this week. And it's yeah, unbelievable. So... I don't know if you want to try it out because I can talk you through it on here. So, do you know when you put like salt on your tongue? You can like, obviously you can taste salt on your tongue, but you can yeah. trick your brain into it, right? So if you pretend you've got a salt shaker, so put your open your mouth and put your tongue out, and then get a salt shaker and shake it on your. <laughs> <laughs> That's getting clipped. That's getting clipped. That's all over it. It's all over it. I thought that the other day. No. Oh, if we clip that clip, listeners, you'll. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm sure you're not stupid. You can guess what it probably looked like I was doing. <laughs> Yourself, what have you been up to? Well, it was uh, Valentine's Day yesterday. Oh, yeah, we had a, so I had a lovely. I had a lovely day with um, the pup, one of my favourite people, uh, a life partner, if you will. <laughs> And we spent a good part of the afternoon talking on Xbox, but then my girlfriend came in and said dinner's ready, so I had to spend the rest of the day with her. I, I can imagine you were really upset and just disappointed at the end there when... Yeah, yeah, especially, especially again, I guess, who was the person I was speaking to on Xbox? Someone absolutely amazing, I think. Someone yeah. amazing. No, it was a, it was a lovely day. No, uh, my, 
girlfriend made a fantastic uh, steak uh, for us to eat. Uh, really nice. <laughs> really, really enjoyed it. So fair play to her for that. Fair play. Um, fair play. What did you do for Valentine's Day? Anything special? Uh, other, other Dinner with your mum? Dinner with your mum. Dinner with my mum. And a lot of uni work, actually. I was, I was very productive. Very productive. Just trying to remember that. Not trying not to remember, actually. Trying to forget that no one loves me. Um, you know. I did have to fight off the hordes of women, actually, when I did go and walk to the corner shop. Um, the security couldn't hold them back, but other than that, it, it was all right. Couldn't open the front door either because of all the cards that were, were through. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you write them all in the same handwriting, or did you have to, you know, you thought you'd mix it up a bit, do some with your left hand, some with your mouth, just so it didn't look too obvious? Yeah, you know, the, the, the amount of pens I've gone through as well just to make myself look, look loved. <laughs> It was unbelievable. <laughs> so no, it was uh, it was all right. It was all right. Yeah. Well then, uh, I think that's all the uh, introductions out the way. Uh, let's get on with uh, our review of the weekend's action. Woo. So we'll start off as we normally do with our review, and. Um, Thankfully, we didn't do this last week because we had Simon on. Uh, but the week before that, Liverpool had actually won some games, and I was given it large. And then the weeks since, and then the weeks since that have been dreadful. Shit again. Let's 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 move on. We don't need to keep going. Yeah. About. There's well, other teams. There's other teams to talk. About. I'm happy you don't want to talk about it because I was going to get my stopwatch out and say, right, you've got a minute. You've got a minute. But because you don't want to talk about it, I'm not going to stopwatch out. So it's all right. Well, I'll just say it's been it's been a really tough. Tough couple of weeks. Oh, so tough. Oh, you know. Yeah, oh, Premier League and the Champions League back to back. It's not enough, is it? It's not well, enough. Well, we're, we're flying to um, Hungary for this ridiculous leg of the Champions League because of coronavirus. And then I think we're going to have to fly back out for the home leg. So the, the away goals rule for a start should be binned off completely. Oh, yeah, there's, no, there's no advantage. It's like, uh, aren't Chelsea playing one of their games in London or something and playing away somewhere? But then... The most, ridic- the most ridiculous one is Arsenal-Benfica. Mm. So they're playing the Benfica home leg in Rome, I think, and yeah. then the Arsenal home leg in Athens. You know, why? <laughs> why? You know, right, like, I'm not being stupid, right, but we're not allowed to travel, right? I, I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. It's, it's ridiculous. making it worse. It's, it's mental. It is mental. If we go say going back to the weekend, say we're actually we normally recording on a Tuesday, which is after all the weekend. So there's that, but because we're recording on a Monday for various reasons, there's a couple of games on tonight: Chelsea, Newcastle, and West Ham, Sheffield United that we can't talk about. We can pretend we know the results. What a, what a game it was! Sheffield what, United. What a win! What a win for Newcastle as well. Oh, Five 0 at Stamford five, Bridge. It, Andy Carroll with a hat trick. Oh, I thought I want to send Maximum with all the goals because he's in my fantasy oh. team. Oh, of no. course, yeah. Um, no, uh, did you watch the um, City Tottenham game? No, uh, but... I watched the first half and then I went on FIFA. Or did <laughs> I, no, I didn't. I, I can't remember what I did, but I watched the first half definitely, and then I can't remember. Oh what god, they they look. Considering how sort of average City were looking like three months ago, they're looking so good. It's Gundogan, good. what the fuck's happened there? I'm fuming. I'm fuming that Gundogan's so good because like fantasy football, he's killing me off here. He's killing me off. Yeah. He was never a goal scorer up until now. Oh, he looks excellent. Again, I saw um, when I was doing a bit of research about it, um, he scored more goals this calendar year, so 2021, than like 14 
of the teams in the league, and that includes us. We've got eight. He's got ten or something, and he's he's a cent, he's a central midfielder. Is that in all competitions? Oh, we're in the in the Premier League. Bloody hell! It's not it's not bad going, is it? It's ridiculous. Really? Yeah. Well, City have been playing without a sort of striker for a lot of the season with Jesus and Aguero being injured, and everyone thought, oh, you know, they are going to struggle now, but they they seem to have gone getting better and better with Gundogan and. Fair play. I've always liked Gundogan, actually. I think he's a good player. He's, he's, yeah, I wish, you know, someone who played with Klopp at Dortmund, I wish he'd, you know, uh, <laughs> made the switch over to Liverpool. You've got Nuri Sahin instead. <laughs> the Turkish Gundogan. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know why that's relevant, but yeah. he signed when Klopp wasn't even there, was he? Uh, no, no. I think Rodgers was managed as came in. But no, um... City looked amazing. Tottenham, dreadful to watch again. Always, always We're bad. not good to watch at the moment, but Spurs, oh my God. It's so dire. No pun intended. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Last episode over. This is just a 10-minute brief because you've ruined it. You've ruined it. <laughs> but no, Tottenham. I'm sorry about before. that. I can, I can imagine Mourinho is going to be out at the end of the season. Because um, if 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 he wins in the League Cup, he'll get he'll get a stay. They're playing City though in the final, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. All right, Man City. Yeah, time. City will win it four four in a row. But no, they were so poor. And um, you know, you think Kane and Son have got to be thinking this summer? Do we really want to stay here? Well, do Kane we really said, want to stay here? In an interview about four years ago, saying, "Look." I'll be disappointed if I've not won a trophy in the next three years. Well, they've had one cup final and they've bottled a Premier League, you know, bottled what, the Premier fin- League. finishing third in a two horse race. Yeah, one of the best. <laughs> that was probably one of my favourite Premier League moments. So, like, fuck the Aguero one. Uh, Tottenham finishing third in a two horse race. Unbelievable. Was, was, yeah, I remember that. That was the year Leicester won it, wasn't it? Yeah, because uh, they, they lost to Newcastle, who had already been relegated. On the yeah, on the day. final day, yeah, mm. and Arsenal came second. Yeah, that was quite, quite, quite funny. Classic Tottenham. No, I guess I think the patience of Mourinho is wearing a bit. Can you remember back to November when the title race was looking being Tottenham, Chelsea, Liverpool? Yeah, and now it was what was it? What's Man City? It's just Man City. Man City. Well, even United are out of it, especially considering they dropped points yesterday, which was hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. I mean. I mean, I haven't had much to smile about recently. So United dropping points is about is about as good as it gets at the moment. Boing, boing, and then Harry Magu- Harry Maguire having the gall to come out and say it seems as though the big decisions are going against us as a United player. I mean, <laughs> I mean, ugh. I, I don't even I don't even have an analogy for that because I can't think of one. But um. <laughs> But no, that's a ridiculous comment. United have had it all this season, but a team that have been unlucky, uh, I, I feel, and I, I know one listener feels that is is Arsenal. Um, a few decisions go against them recently. Uh, no, well, I wanted to move on to Arsenal Leeds next. That's one of my favourite games. I've I watched it yesterday. One of my favourite games I've watched this season. It was, you know, I, I watched. I actually watched that game all the way through. It's the first time I've watched ninety minutes in about six months. Um, but no, I thought it was a the Premier League game. I'm guessing. Premier, yeah, well, yeah. Normally, I turn you've been, what, you've been watching the, uh, you've been watching all the Swindon games. So those would be somehow, <laughs> some reason. <laughs> I think it's like I want to give myself depression. Um, but 
But no, the Arsenal game yesterday, I think Arsenal were good. But once I think once you get a goal past Leeds and they show no attack and intent and, and nothing, you, you you'll easily score four. Um, and yeah, Arsenal which they, about which five they or did. Six, five or six. Yeah, although Leeds did turn on in the second half and look, we're looking like they could come back into it. And, you know, we have our Leeds listeners who we have a bit of back and forth with. But I'm, you know, I, I, I think, I think yesterday probably a decent but not great performance. No. I, I do think, I, I don't think Bielsa will be there next season. What? You mad? I, I genuinely don't think he will. I think he'll go. I think generally, I think he'll... trying to start beef with Leeds fans again, saying Bielsa's going to get sacked. No, because he's only his contract's up at the end of the season, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, I think he only got a one year. He's a, only wanted to sign like a one year deal. This could be me. This is just off the top of my head. And I remember reading it ages ago, so I could have dreamt this. But I reckon, I genuinely yeah. reckon he will end up at somewhere like Barcelona or like that because of his attacking intent. I think it'll suit Barcelona down to the ground. I genuinely think he'll go to Barcelona, maybe even Tottenham. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, I bet Tottenham fans are quite like that. I reckon they take Bielsa. I mean, but this is the thing that I've been saying about Liverpool. I'm saying I want to get back to 2017 Liverpool at the moment, mm. def- where we're at least you know at least we're winning games four three or whatever. It's oh, I want to get back to 2019 2020 Swindon, but you know it's not allowed, is it? It's not allowed. You can't get everything you want. I'm afraid in life. Oh, you've only just realised that as well, haven't you? After a couple of years of glory as a Liverpool fan. Well, all I'm going to say is at school, I had it for years from you and other people, oh, Liverpool never coming in the top four again, Liverpool, Liverpool, oh, crap, you know. So for my two years, I've been giving it large and I'm not even sorry about it. I don't blame you. Pretty, I don't blame you. I'd do the same. When Swindon win the Premier League, you know, when I'm yeah, oh, like God, 90 I'm, odd. I'm seeing, I'm hoping by then, you know, Elon Musk has got his commercial flight to, you know, Mars ready or whatever. And I'm, hop- and I'm hopping on that if Swindon win the league. Yeah, but Elon Musk is buying Swindon Town if the room's oh, on Twitter or thingy. Yeah. So there'll be plastering of, of uh, Swindon everywhere as you fly up to, to space. Henry's been playing this Elon Musk Swindon line for weeks now and it's getting not tiresome, but. I think I think I think cloud cuckoo land uh, is the fra- is the phrase you're looking for. Yeah, you are looking for that. You are looking for that. But you know, and there was there was no uh, no, no loss to Swindon this week, which was a real big positive. Is that because they didn't play? They didn't it, play. It was frozen, and they didn't want to play on the Sunday because you know religion. So um, <laughs> religion, <laughs> religion, because they you know they they go to church or something. So it's not uh, chariots of fire, Jesus. Oh, talking of fires, there was a fire at the Oxford ground last night during the game. Is this something we want to be joking about? No, there was no 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 deaths, but you know, it just sums up their their ground really. Three stands what? and a fire on a floodlight. What oh, is it in a floodlight, was it? Yeah, they well their game was meant to be Saturday, then it was moved to a three o'clock kickoff on Sunday, then that kickoff was moved to uh, to four o'clock because of the frozen the pitch was still frozen. And then oh, when yeah. it came out for the second half, the floodlight was on fire, so they had the fire brigade. <laughs> Did they keep going? Or was the, the, game... the stadium was evacuated and the game kicks second half kicks off at quarter six. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh god, it's quite a delayed game, but that, that oh. was ridiculous. That must be difficult as well. I guess, I guess they might have had a long time to recuperate or whatever. I guess between the halves, mm. which is one, which is one thing. 
Um, Champions League is back this week. As we've said, it's ridiculous. Um, it's ridiculous how it's going on. Will you be tuning in or now Now you're not an Arsenal fan anymore? Do you just... do? Because uh, when I was Liverpool out in the Champions League, I, I forgot about it. I, I didn't really want to watch it because of it annoyed me. Uh, but as as someone who doesn't really support a big club, can you watch it freely? Well, I, I'll tell you why I won't be watching it. Um, I haven't got BT Sports, so oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I probably would have it on in the background, but I wouldn't be paying too much attention. And as soon as I hear the the, the loud screams of uh, Steve, whatever his name is. Um, McNamara. That's it. I kept having McNamara. Fletch. In the head, but that's someone who Fletch. 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 So you've got a bad head. It'd be even worse after listening to that for two hours. I'm going to bang my head on the door again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye on it. But um, no, I won't be too... Too... Bothered. Bothered, yeah. You know, if, if someone loses, I won't be like, oh my God. Yeah. I'll, uh, well... I saw I saw someone tweeted earlier saying, um, "Oh, it's odd that there's only um, uh, uh, three nights that English teams are playing on rather than four, but it came from a Liverpool fan who was trying to direct it because, of course, United are being knocked out." No. I saw. I love those calls that people do to teams like when they've just been knocked oh, out yeah. of the call to ticket I buy tickets for the quarterfinals of the Champions League and you're like yeah I love those calls I can't when we play in the championship no <laughs> <laughs> yeah <come on. laughs> tickets a lot and, and they wait for them to go but we're not in the Champions League and they go Yay! I mean it's not a bad shout though is it it's fair enough it's, it's a fair game that they're mm. uh, yeah no I um, I, I won't be watching probably. I'm, I'm working as well so I think I might have to do one of those calls to Swindon over the summer. Um, do you mind if I get a call to the opening day of uh, League One uh, next season? But no, mate. We're in the Vanderama <laughs> South League now. <laughs> <laughs> We've been promoted. They've just they've just thought, God, this team's so bad. They've relegated them three divisions. Yeah, because they're that poor. And they we're, we're going to do it one more time, but because a few people were crying about it, they they said, right, the South is enough. Yeah. They, they were going to make it Vanarama North just so they have to pay the travel expenses. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually they're actually relocating Swindon to I don't know the Lithuanian um, Carlisle, Carlisle. Oh, I've always been like Lithuania. Yeah, well, there you go. It might get in the Europa Conference or whatever that's coming in. No, no, well, yeah, no, I've been out to Lithuania and watched uh, Champions League qualifier out there. You have. Um, I don't remember what the final score was, but. That's another story. Um, there you go. Euro- European tales. That will make another episode. European away days. <laughs> Sat in a hospitality box doing shots of vodka, watching Sudova get absolutely annihilated by Red Star Belgrade. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I think uh, that's been a decent review of the weekend. Uh, should we move on to uh, our main feature this week, which is going to be uh, cult heroes? Cult heroes, yeah. Let's do it. So we're going to talk about some of our favourite cult heroes this week, sort of going away from club legends, because that's a bit sort of boring. So someone who's maybe a legend for a moment rather than their career, or maybe someone who's known for longevity rather than talent, medals or whatever. So um, I'm going to start off with my favourite cult hero for my club, and that is Mr Divock Origi, who in the last... 
not so much this season, but I think a lot of people want him want him out this season. Yeah, because it, it's it really he's probably not good enough for the club. But the last best for him as well. Pardon? Better for him as well. To... Probably, probably is better for his career. But that sort of eighteen nineteen period. In fact, it started off in his first real season at the club, fifteen sixteen. He <laughs> came on fifteen sixteen. His first season at the club. And he scored a goal away at Dortmund and then a home at Dortmund in that Europa League one. Scored a goal in the Merseyside derby that year, then got an injury. Had a couple of off years in, in, in eight, the 18-19 season. Got the late winner in the derby, two in the semi-final and a goal in the, in the final. In the final of what? I don't think... Cham- the Champions League. Oh, I don't think you've <laughs> ever mentioned Liverpool winning the, the Champions League. I mean... Why not? No, I mean... It was, uh, I think that goal in the Champions League final kind of just summed up the, I don't know if it was the form he was on or just the, you know, the way he was turning up in big games where he was just getting that crucial goal, really. But And that has now gone to absolute nothing shit. now. <laughs> yeah, you know, Liverpool fans want him out. And I bet he had the biggest shirt sales that week out of any player in the world. Probably. God, I, just, I remember sort of being in the pub for that that final, him scoring the goal. And I was thinking, how has how is, how is Divock Origi scored the goal that's going to make me see them win their first major trophy? Unbelievable Incredible. finish as well. Great finish, yeah. Finish. And then obviously the goals in the semi-final were huge as well. And just, just chipping in like he did. You know, I think, I think whatever happens, even if the feelings are a bit sour now. I don't like to see it, and hopefully he'll always be remembered as a Liverpool cult hero, if you will. I think I think that's a it's a great shout for being a good cult hero because everyone now knows him. You know, everyone knows what he did um, and and how influential he was. Because if he didn't tuck that goal in against Barcelona, you know, it would have been another year without a trophy. And and. I would have been probably more bearable than I have been the last yeah. uh, 18 so, months or he's so. He's not a cult hero, he's a dickhead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who, who have you got? Who are you thinking of? So my, for, for Swindon, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this off being a, a fan of them for the last however many years. It, for me, is Doyle. Three? Owen Doyle. Three years? Three years. <laughs> 13 years, let's say. Uh, but no, Owen, for me, Owen Doyle, I think, is the occult hero that no Swindon fan had a bad word to say about him. Even when he left to go to Bolton, no one actually everyone the pay packet. Yeah, but you know, everyone's respected it. Everyone thought fair play, you know what? You know, he, he did what he had to do for Swindon. Um loved by everyone. A chant that took the the, the league by storm and I think other clubs were then trying to rip off the Ginger Pele chant and have their own Ginger Pele. But I think he was, the, for me, probably the best striker the club have ever had. And that's not me just being, or one of the best informed strikers at least, because 25 goals, an 11-goal streak, um, and just unbelievable form, an unbelievable love. It makes me think he's the best striker that Swindon have had. Um, because that conversion rate is unbelievable. 25 mm. goals. And that was only up until March. Yeah. That's March. And obviously the, the season was curtailed for COVID. Well, in fact, to be honest, to be fair to Doyle, one of the best away days, I'd say I've not been on many away days because mm. it's hard to get tickets for Liverpool. So the away days I've been on have normally been Swindon ones. 
and we went New Year's Day, didn't we? Before yeah. COVID, before all this shit kicked off, to watch them play Plymouth. And we were both hanging. Bit and, of a hangover. Yeah, a bit of a hangover. But it was a, it was a bloody, bloody good atmosphere there. And Doyle got the winner. And I was like, oh, my God, this is really cool. And then, you know... When he jumped the into fans, the crowd, he jumped into the crowd. crowd. I thought, club legend now, club legend, because he jumped. I, I bet you were disappointed that where you were sat, I was sort of wedging you in that you couldn't run down there. I, I, well, I was going to run yourself. down. I think I went to push you out of the way and went, actually, no, because by the time I'm down there, everyone will be back up anyway. But I remember people <laughs> were flying down the stairs. There were bodies everywhere. It was that was one of the probably the best moment last season. But I think that if if we were to speak to Doyle. Or have Doyle or, or get a reply, whatever he would say. That's probably his best moment for Swindon. It was, that was uh, slight um, side note. One of my other favourite moments from that game came about ten minutes after the goal, when that little kid, oh, Plymouth fan, yeah. ran onto the pitch and started, you know, V signs, middle finger up, giving wanker signs to all of us. But when he was promptly <laughs> marched off. That was honest. That was hysterical. I think you can find it on YouTube as well. If you yeah, were, I think the, uh, the Plymouth fans were fuming at their own fan, and we were loving it, going, "Hey, let's have it, let's have it." So I think, um, I think that 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 game as, as well was was unbelievable. Um, mm. And the, yeah, it was a long journey, but I was really nervous before the game, but it was very much worth it. Very yeah, no, so I was I was just dying. I think I was so over from New from New Year's Eve. I had a um, couple more that day. Another, um, uh, moving away from our club, so sort of looking at it a bit more objectively, maybe. Um, I, was, I was looking through some people you might consider uh, cult heroes. And you, uh, someone who you brought up in Stoke captain, I don't know if he's still um, Stoke captain. Still club captain. Uh, Ryan Shawcross. Ryan Shawcross. Oh, don't get me started on Ryan Shawcross. In Not a good <laughs> way. In a good way. I think he's, I, I love Ryan Shawcross. Um, and like you said. Yeah, who doesn't? Huh? Uh, yeah. No, he doesn't. Arsenal fans. He absolutely rattled Arsenal fans. And I know, you know, it was over a bad thing that he didn't obviously mean to break Aaron Ramsey's leg. Um, but I think he's rattled a whole fan base because of that one incident. It's still so bitter. I mean, like, you know, it was bad, but it was, what, 11 years ago? And yeah. Ramsey moved on to have a pretty good, he's had a decent career. Well, yeah, he's earning 400 grand a week at. Uh, Juventus, Juventus. <laughs> you know, it's a, if that's not a, if that's not a, a good career, I don't know what is. You know, yeah. four hundred quid a week, let alone four hundred grand. I think but, there were some Arsenal fans saying it was karma, wasn't it, when Shawcross broke his leg? Was it this preseason start of the no, season before? Pre-season was before like... he broke his leg against Leicester, um, and <laughs> it was not funny. Um, was it... No, I'm laughing. I'm laughing at the thought of the bloody. Um... Arsenal fans oh, yeah. thought it was karma. It is ridiculous, that is. But he, um, I remember I was at that game. Um, it was a Leicester, I think Stoke were doing quite well in the game and then Shawcross looked all right. And then, yeah, he uh, broke his leg. But he's still, yeah, he's just picking up injuries now. And that, I think that's where his legacy is going to end. Obviously, there's the move to into Miami is imminent and you can't blame him. You know, he's is been he going to into Miami? Into Miami. Beckett, um, oh, to be managed by good old Phil Neville. <laughs> be managed by good old Phil Neville. Wouldn't surprise me if he did some coaching. He's an A-licensed coach, I believe. But if we're talking of cult heroes, he's been at the club since 2007, signed on loan initially from United. Um, and then, you know, he's, you know, absolute legend for the club. Obviously, first season in the Premier League, he, young lad then, and, you know, was at Stoke throughout, and he had opportunities to leave. 
play for bigger clubs. Even when Stoke got relegated, there was an opportunity for him to leave and and he stayed and other players that season, Jack Butland and, and a few others stayed because they got a secret contract where they got more money. So they stayed at a, mm. Ryan Shawcross stayed for the love of the club. Alan did Alan have that as well? Alan had a contract extension. Oh right. Um, so obviously probably more money. But again, I think Ryan Shawcross is one of the biggest club legends and probably one of the like in modern football now, one of the best captains. I think he's so respected whenever new players come into Stoke that players just respect him straight away. Even if he's not mm-hmm. playing, as soon as he walks onto that pitch, he gets the armband. Everyone loves him. Everyone respects him. And he's just a proper, proper leader. So no, <laughs> big cult hero in my eyes. Let's hope he's not disappointed by his move to Inter Miami when Phil never rings him up and says, oh, I'm sorry, Ryan, we're bringing in Aaron Ramsey from Juventus. I don't think he would care, really. I don't think he would. What was that? What was that, by the way? That voice? my attempt at a Mancunian accent. We'll forget about that. That's being clipped. It's being clipped and retweeted every single week. Well, I'll tell you what, I want to stick with Stoke actually because someone who I don't have in my notes, who I mentioned a minute ago, was Joe Allen. Now he's a little bit of a cult hero at Liverpool because he scored some big goals at the times. But most famously, um, when he joined. Um, the club in 2012. Brendan Rogers was a manager who had just been with him at Swansea. And there was this documentary called Being Liverpool at the Time, which was a bit cringe. Although it's probably not too dissimilar to the All or Nothing ones. Yeah, but, I think I've seen it. But I, it for some reason, it, just, it was on Channel 5, but it wasn't that popular, really. But there was a thing when Alan comes in, I think Brendan, Brendan puts his arm around and goes, Oh, the Welsh Chavi. And you just know that that's just going to start off a load of memes and jokes about the sort of, you know, decent player. <laughs> it's unnecessary pressure as well at the end of the day. Yeah. He's, um, he still gets called the Welsh Chavvy as well. Welsh I've, been, I've, I've seen him when, done, when I've been on player appearances and kids go up to him and go, the Welsh Chavvy, and they're like 10 years old in the corner. <laughs> he secretly, I think he loves it. I think he yeah, absolutely well, loves it. Brendan Rodgers has started a trend there. But, you know, he's, he was been a, he's been a good servant to Stoke as well, like he was for Liverpool. Yeah, obviously he just had an injury. I think, yeah, again, I think he's another person who loves the club. Stoke gets a lot of shit from other teams. But I think it's a, and I'm not just mm. saying this because I'm biased, but I, I genuinely think it's a, a great club. It's a big club, big club for the Championship. Great stadium. That, that's your contract extended then, yeah, you know, the club. A few years there. <laughs> Maybe a bit more money in the pocket, but, you know, season tickets um, have gone up. Any any more you thought of you've come up with any more over the week? Um one we spoke about yesterday, I think Santi Cazorla. A a, ran- yes. a a very random one, but absolutely adored by Arsenal fans. He, he fits into the cult hero thing because he was he, I guess you could say he's a he's he's someone who's probably unlucky not to be an Arsenal club legend because Arsenal fans who I've spoken to think if he hadn't got injured in 2015-16, yeah. Arsenal would have beaten Leicester to the league title. And they're probably, you know, they're probably, they're probably not far off there. He was, he wasn't quick. He wasn't strong. Wasn't, you know, technically gifted. One of the best in the league at the time. One of the best in the league where he was just a magician, and he was so small as well. Yeah, three, and he just weaves in and out of players. (laughs) I I just thought, you know, I think loved by Arsenal fans. I don't think any football fan hates him. No, that night he almost had to have his leg. Was that amputated? His yeah, injury so was that bad? Or Achilles, like I think that. it was like his Achilles or an injury in his area got infected where then they had to take a bit of skin from his arm 
So where mm. is, in one, of the, in one of the worst places, so where his tattoo was on his arm here, they took yeah. the skin out there and put it on his, you know, Achilles or ankle, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, if not, he was going to have to have his leg cut off. And, and he came back and played after that. And I think that's another reason he's probably considered a cult hero. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, hit, hit, hit a good free kick, could finish well, I saw. Scored yes. free kick in the FA Cup final. Yeah, against Hull, so, what a free kick that was as well. So I think I think Cazorla's a good shout. Mm. Uh, another one I wanted to talk about, who's, who's, or, who's just always made me chuckle, the fact that he still gets in the team. And I think he was, he was getting in the first team when I started watching football 15 years ago, and that's Mark Noble <laughs> at West Ham. Talk about longevity. That is he's West Ham through and through that that man. That is it's unbelievable longevity. That is promotions, relegations, all sorts is had there. And well, I think his love for the club was summed up when fans stormed the pitch. I don't think he was too happy about that. <laughs> when was it when Ander Herrera he picked him up and dragged him off the pitch? I think there's stuff like that where you think it's a proper player who was a proper love for a football club. Yeah. No, he's I think he's 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 been quite vocal, hasn't he, about um, his dislike of the owners, which you don't often see of a player mm. like whilst they're there as well. He's been quite vocal of his sort of dislike of what some of the things Gold and Sullivan have done. I think over the summer he tweeted about getting rid of the is it Dean Dean Ganga to West Brom. About Dean Ganga to West Brom. I don't blame him. But then what's he done this season, Dean Garner? <laughs> well, quite. Well, and, and West Ham are doing are doing pretty well as well this season. I he's don't know how much, game... much now. He's not getting no, in. No, that's, pro- that's probably why. He's, his legs have probably gone a bit, yeah. to be honest. Do you, is a big question, do you think he should have been capped for England? Well, I was thinking about this because I remember there's a big debate about it in 15-16 when West Ham came fifth or sixth of Pyre. Yeah, that year. But yeah, but if you look at England's midfield options, I think there's still better options than Mark Noble. I don't, I don't think he's ever been good enough. Like for example, Declan, I can see with Declan Rice that in a few years he's going to be probably world class. I yeah. think. Whereas yeah. Mark Noble, I just and that is a bit of a problem. A player goes on a good run, say get him in the England squad, but I think you've got to look at it sort of the long, the long, the longevity of it. Yeah. So like for for example. Henderson, my mate Jordan Henderson. Jordan Henderson. Um, you know, has year in, year out, I think the last three, four years, has delivered in a way that Mark Noble really probably only delivered mm-hmm. as a captain. Maybe one season, two at a push. So, that you know, that's why I just think that he's probably just not at that level. And I hope West Ham fans don't hate me for this. But I don't I just think there's any West Ham fans who listen to us, but no. I, I, I think he was unlucky. I don't think he was ever good enough to get a call up for a European Championships or a World Cup. But in my opinion, I think he that's fifteen, sixteen season was unlucky not to get a call up for a qualifier and play against someone like San Marino or Montenegro or someone like that. Yeah. You know, stat, just, stat padding. Yeah. You know, he's gonna he's gonna uh get a cap when he retires or something like that, so he can play for like soccer aids, you know, England team or whatever like that, and that'll be his yeah. own cap. What so so he'll, he'll be he'll he'll be on the prestigious list of soccer aid players like you know Mark Wright, Ben Shepherd, Chunk. Chunks. <laughs> <laughs> he might do. He might have a better penalty though. You never know. Chunks. Yeah, Lee Mack. Lee, <laughs> Mo Farrow. What a list! What a list! 
you know, stop playing, stop playing with like, you know, Harry Kane, Raheem Sterling, all these. Nah, let's go up top with uh, with Mo Farah in chunks. <laughs> God, that we kind of just distracted ourselves massively from the point. Well, I, I want to on that sort of you know vein. I want to think of some of the more maybe more amusing sort of cult heroes of the sort of Premier League, if you will. And one springs to mind for me, Titus Bramble. <laughs> why Titus Bramble? <laughs> I don't know why, he's just come into my head. Some of some of the some of the defending that he did, some of the own goals, oh it's just it's just in, incredible. His name became synonymous, I think, for like an own goal or a howler in a sort of two year period. Yeah. I remember watching one of these like uh, you know, Danny Doyle's football funnies or whatever. Really? <laughs> and I think Titus Bramble featured on about four or five of the clips <laughs> in a half an hour programme. <laughs> I think um, another one then could probably be someone like Richard Dunn. <laughs> Dunn, yeah. Well, Coxie had him, didn't he? In his Coxie had him. Yeah, wait, I've got my note here. Coxie in had him all... at the back. You know, Ben Foster, Dunn, Dorans, Onamwingi, and uh, Robbie Keane. Robbie Keane. Well, I said to Simon, I said, um, uh, isn't he not going to score you too many own, own goals? Because I think he got quite a few in his career. Oh, I think, yeah. I don't know if he's got more than Cara. I was about but... to say, I think Cara had like, more own goals in like shots on target or something one season. I, I think Carragher Car- finished, I think, with a sort of goal net goal ratio about minus three or something. I did think he scored, scored five. Did he score three or four goals to Liverpool and scored about seven or eight own goals. Something like that. I think he got five. I think he got five for Liverpool in the end because he's always claimed one he scored against Middlesbrough that originally went down as an own goal. I think has since been given to him, so he's uh-huh. always got had that one to add to the tally. To help him out, it's not a great. But no, Richard, Richard Dunn for the own goals is quite is quite and the, a good. And the Rabona, and the Rabona. Was that Rabona? That's oh, David Dunn. Oh, That's David one. Dunn. But then David Dunn could come into the fold for the Rabona <laughs> and that Benkey's advert. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be a great addition. Have you seen that advert? Do you remember it? I've not seen this Venkies advert. No. Oh, so you know when Blackburn were taken over by like the people who owned Venkies, the chicken. Yeah, Venkies. they're hated, aren't they? They were hated yeah. as well. Someone put a chicken on the pitch and stuff like that in protest. But the, which uh, that would have been so hard to get off because I used to have chickens, and whenever we were trying to get them, put <laughs> them you? away. Yeah, I used to have two chickens. They got killed by a fox, but you know, whenever we were trying to put them away at night, it was ridiculously hard to catch them. And that was two chickens in a slight, not a huge <laughs> garden, well, a big garden, but not like a football pitch size. Um, but no, that Venkies advert was one of the worst things ever. You need to watch it. Oh, I'll, 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 I'll give it, I'll give it a watch in a bit. <laughs> David but no, I think that that's a great list. Of, we've got a great little team there of of cult heroes. Of cult heroes. We need. We need. I think we need a goalkeeper. Need a goalkeeper. There, just to finish off. Cool. So I'm thinking. I'm thinking of someone like Jorelio Gomez. Oh, that's a shot, actually. <laughs> someone who was yeah, he wasn't the best goalkeeper, but again, loved by everyone at every club he was at. Well, I think some of he's had some howlers in his career. But he ended his career in goal for the FA Cup final. With I was about to say that. Was that him or, him or Foster? It was him because he had the cup game. What a shite way to end your career. What, getting hammered 6-0? 7-0, it? 6. Oh, I thought it was 7. No, it was 6. Give him some credit. Yeah, he let 6 in. It's not that shit. <laughs> Gosh, I remember Gomez when he first joined Tottenham. He was, honestly, I've never seen a more sort of accident pro keeper it was no surprise it was well yeah so it was no surprise they replaced him with brad friedel sort of not 
<laughs> He's another one, Brad Friedel. I think he made something like the most consecutive Premier League appearances in terms of weeks as well. Uh, for Liverpool, and Blackburn and um, Tottenham and whoever else he played for. I thought he was working for Tottenham again because when I was at the Stoke Tottenham game, there was a bloke in a Tottenham coat, bold as anything, looks exactly the same as Brad Friedel, but it wasn't Brad Friedel. It wasn't Brad Friedel. No, it was just some other bold white bloke <laughs> in Tottenham gear. I thought it was Brad Friedel. Mourinho shaved his head. Mourinho shaved his head. <laughs> he did that though. Mourinho did do that. And he didn't look like Brad Friedel, to be he'd, fair. He'd, he'd come into training, Mourinho would say, right, I want you to pretend I'm like Anthony Taylor or whatever. Just like get, get all your frustrations out. I mean, I think the players are probably getting the frustrations out of Mourinho already. <laughs> They've had enough of him. Did you see, sort of, we should have gone through this in review. Did you see the beef between him and Bale this week? Not... Bale... Bale put up an Instagram post saying, oh, I'm training well. And Mourinho came out of this press conference and said, this is bullshit. He's not training well at all. <laughs> to be fair, that makes Mourinho the cult hero of managers for saying something like that. Oh, Mourinho's got... Mourinho's a cult hero. I think he's, he's funny. In that Paddy Power advert as well. Oh, amazing. Oh, those... I love those. Those Paddy Power adverts were amazing. The, the Rodri Giggs one. The oh, Rodri my God. One, that is an unbelievable one. I That's think we are waffling here. We are waffling here. We are waffling here, but we're people we're, have turned off. People have turned off. We're securing a sponsorship. Paddy Power are gonna sponsor pa- season oh. two. <laughs> the European right. Championship sponsored by Paddy Power. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Paddy. Well, I think that I, I think that's enough on cult heroes for now. I think we've waffled on for far too long. Should we uh, get on with Fraud of the Week? Fraud of the Week, I think, is a good way to go. So we will finish off, as we normally do, with Fraud of the Week. Fraud of the Week, Fraud of the Week, Fraud of the Week. I won't do the next verse. There we go. Yeah, there's no, there isn't another verse. Um, do you want to kick us off I this week? Off, yeah. So... Normally, I come with uh, come with a humorous one or something like that, but this yes. is, this is one that has genuinely, genuinely like boiled my blood. Um, Go on, Grind, grinded your gears, grinding my gears. Um, it's from the uh, World Club Cup final between Bayern and is it Tigers or Tigres or Tigers, something like that. Yeah, whoever they are. Um, that it was held in Qatar, uh, and obviously Bayern Munich won, but. At the medal presentation, yes, I've seen Saudi, this. Yes, the Saudi royal refused to shake hands with the with the female officials, and I just thought that was absolute, not even fraudulent behaviour. It's worse than that, and I don't care if it's within their culture and this, that, and the other. But let's be because real. At least it, I, I was thinking if if it's in their culture not to touch, that's fair enough. But they could have acknowledged her. Yeah, in he some put way. his head he uh, put his head down, and they were the women. I think were told. You know, look, walk past them, walk past them. Don't try any, and and they did it. And I just thought, a, a country that's hosting the World Cup next year, you know, and and stuff like this, and they're they're still not treating everyone equally, everyone the same. It makes you think about other broad issues that surrounded the World Cup in Russia, which uh, obviously with with racism and and homophobia. Is that going to be? Are there going to be similar issues coming up with the World Cup next year? It's, but I just it's, thought. I just thought that was, that was horrific, you know, and I thought... It was really bad. There's going to be female yeah. officials at the World Cup next year, uh, rightfully so, obviously, and I think mm. I just thought it was 
horrific and I, it, it really, really, really did wind me up and boil my blood. I, I did, I, I, I saw it as you and I, th- and I thought it was dreadful and I saw a comment saying like, oh, you know, you don't know, like he's not allowed to touch, you know, women who, you know, aren't his wife or whatever. I don't, I don't know the interesting no, But again, you know, a sort of, I know, a thumbs up <laughs> would have sufficed at least. Yeah. No, but at least you're acknowledging them, aren't you? But he just and looked away did, and didn't acknowledge him. You know, there's been a lot of questions about this World Cup with terms of human rights issues, yeah. sort of slave labour mm-hmm. to build the um, build the stains and stuff. I don't know if you've seen Gary Neville's documentary he, yes, did, have, yeah. he did there. Well, I think he says, he goes to like some of the workers and he says like, oh, can we do something about this? You know, can we get you money? Can we get you some better shelter or something like that? Because it's, you know, and then there's all these officials going, Oh no, it's fine. It's fine, you know. The, oh, the you know, it's like the magician's trick. Hate. Don't look there. The rabbit's over here, or whatnot. Mm. Yeah, they're like yeah. they'd show them playing football, but they wouldn't show them working. They wouldn't show them like this. And do you know, you're, with what's happened with the stadiums after, a lot of them are being turned into fucking libraries and stuff like that. Like you know, they're not even going to be used for football. They've built all these fancy stadiums and and stuff like that, and it's. It's just going to be a, a ludicrous World Cup. I mean, the fact that Qatar got it, I mean, it's already reaped of FIFA corruption. You know, the amount of people Absolutely. who have been, you know, would you like a nice watch? No, no, no. You sure? Yeah, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll have a watch. <laughs> you know, the, the only, I think, you know, that that's why countries like England and I was about to say France, where they have hosted the World Cup, haven't they, recently? Well, they hosted the Euros, didn't they? Um, yeah, yeah, France hosted Euro 2016. Countries like England and stuff like that get looked over because they're not going to backhand and pay fee for the money. No. Or not not that we know of, anyway. Not that we know they of. Might, they might try it next time, who Prince knows. Liam, get your fucking wallet out. <laughs> I want a World Cup here. <laughs> no, but I think that's a very, very good yeah. shout, actually. I, I don't know the another... royal name, but it's a Qatari royal. So, every not every Qatari royal will be getting a certificate, but we'll find him, and you'll get a certificate. <laughs> Weird. Oh, God. We're starting, in that, we're starting an international incident now, aren't we? Yeah, you know, we're going to be, we're going to have a ban from Qatar. Yeah, it's all right. I don't think I was flying out there anyway for the one. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah. Um, that's a really good one. So mine is, I've tried to go on a more humorous route, actually. Thankfully. So I've gone for Sky's very own hard man, Mr. Roy Keane. Oh, I know what you're going with here. So, right. So he gives it on Sky like oh you know he's not he's you know he's never heard of social media or whatever or like he doesn't get why people do it oh why do footballers have other interests all this bollocks which they're allowed to do mm. you know and then he's gone and got Instagram this week doesn't he have racehorses as well and stuff like that I mean he might do I mean he's retired now that's fine but he's gone not only has he got Instagram but he's posted like this goofy photo of him and his dog and then for Valentine's Day he posted him throttling someone or, or getting throttled is like saying oh you know happy you know remember to show love or something and i'm thinking you're literally it's clear that you've been playing up to just this this sort of character of roy Keane, just yeah. like still like he's still a player like he's still hard and acts like he's always right because he was so hard if you will when in fact when in fact you know he's not he's not that He's not that asked about it, which is fine. Yes. But be honest. But be honest about it. Don't pretend like you know. 
Twitter some sort of or Instagram some sort of disease that like no one should touch and then go on go on it yourself. I yeah, wouldn't be I surprised. You, you know that clip going round of the Roy Keane on FIFA going the the mm-hmm. whole shag shimmy or whatever it's called. <laughs> 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 We're in sync I reckon his son did that, or his daughter did that, or whatever on FIFA. If Roy Keane like, was yeah. my dad, I'd be winding him up like that every day. Yeah, I reckon he's got his kids to do that, record it, and then, oh, I'm going to show how disgusted, how disgusted I am by by getting Mika Richards to see to show it to me. It's funny, but it just shows it's all he's all a bit of an act to me. So that's why I'm nominating Roy Keane for for my for my fraud of the week. For the week. What what are your thoughts and what are we going for? It's always. I think you've won it again because that Qatari thing was just was just awful. There was no acknowledgement whatsoever. No. And you know we're all we're all about equality on the Bold and Fraud podcast. That's what that's what we stand for. That's what we stand. Uh, for. <laughs> we've never said that before. But well, we do stand for it. It's, you we know, do we stand, stand for it. We, just, we, we stand for we it. We normally stay away. We normally stay away from political stuff. But this is something that has boiled mm. your blood, and it annoyed me as well to see it. And I think if. If it's not in the culture to touch the woman in that way, then even check hand, then fair enough. But you can do something to to acknowledge them. You know, get someone yeah. else to shake on behalf, or put someone I mean, else to put a medal, or someone else to wave, or something. Yeah, no, I I agree, and I, you know, I'm not even going to say congratulations for this for all the week because no, you know, he yeah. doesn't, he doesn't, des- he doesn't deserve a congratulations. He deserves, that a, correct, time, he, he deserves a fuck you. <laughs> That's it. I'm not allowed on Qatar Airways either now. No, definitely no. not. We're getting banned. God, um, yeah, yeah. We definitely don't want this thing to have a massive outreach and get hurt. Or oh, we definitely don't want oh, that. Oh no, we don't want that. Don't share this on all the don't, media outlets. Don't share this with like, but yeah. Don't send this to Richard Keys, who works for what being sport being, weather, which is a Qatar. Yeah, which is a Qatari channel, I think, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, Richard Keys is a fraud in itself, but oh god, another story. We could have a whole. Uh, yeah, he wouldn't have minded that with Keys's history. Oh, what the guitar person did. <laughs> oh god, lucky the Keys. I think we get. I'm out recently. Otherwise, that it'd be fraud of the series then. Yeah, right. I think I think we better we'll better move on and wrap things up. It's been been uh, good to come back to our usual. Uh, uh, topics we're hoping to get some more guests on soon i think yeah hopefully we'll have at least one more maybe two by the end of the season we're uh, yeah. we're um we're just gonna do we're gonna do this a 10 episode season so we're due to finish on what would be the 10th of march for this series just to give all our listeners a heads up and then come back sort of the middle end of may to do end of the season wrap up and do like a sort of build up to the euros which we'll hope will be yeah. a good laugh that just Never. sort of give up give, might- give, we might get production. We might get, you know, a commission to to do the European season and and fly out somewhere and and do yeah. it. Yeah. Well, we're also. I'm hoping as well. Maybe by May, it could be that I can come and we can do it in per. We can record this in person. Possibly. Hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed. We can we can do that and you know we can have a laugh with it then. And well, yeah. and even more of a laugh. Not that I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a waste of time. Absolutely. Right. Waste of time. Brilliant. Um, So thank you very much for listening, guys. And we'll see you next week. Yeah, see you next week. Woo!